Shut up and sit down. everyone um shit shit uh i <laughs> i was playing a game of pool with um the computer and i potted the cue um <clears throat> anyways it's pretty annoying i only have two balls left um i was uh whenever we have a podcast where we mention uh, minion headquarters we end up getting um a few uh requests to join and that's great um but sometimes we get requests for people to join who really aren't um, a fit for the group. They're not friends with me on Facebook. They're not friends with anybody else in the group on Facebook. They're not um, They're not in fandom. They don't answer the questions to get into. You know, and I always, like, if I get one of those that doesn't look like someone who actually belongs in our, our little social group, um, I'll send them an instant message, and if they don't respond or if they don't respond, respond the way I like, I delete their request and move on. So this happened about a week ago. Um, there was a uh, a person who wanted to join, and I went and checked his profile out, and he didn't have any fandoms listed. I mean, he didn't have any... He didn't, he didn't appear to be any kind of TV show or movie fan or book fan or anything like that. He didn't have any to answer any of the questions and um he didn't seem to know who I was but wanted to join our group anyway. Um and uh, so I sent him a message and, and asked who he was and he didn't respond. So I deleted the request. Moved on, right? I deleted the message I mean I deleted I archived the message that I sent him. Well he sent me a really snotty ass um response today. Um telling me that um, I didn't have a right to decline his membership to my group um, and that uh, I was an asshole, um, basically, for, um, <clears throat> for, <laughs> for declining his request. So I blocked him because I'm not even, I didn't even try to have a conversation with him. I, I just blocked him because I don't have time for that bullshit. Um, and it didn't make any sense to me that... Um, he would get really bent out of shape um, to join a group like ours. I mean, because it, it's, it's just not a fit for everybody. So, um, if you do want to join the group, do make sure you fill out the questions. That's very important because if you don't fill out the questions, um, nine times out of ten, you are not going to get approved for membership. I just no, it's not going to happen. Um. But uh, it isn't the first time that I've gotten grief from somebody who wanted to join the group, and I told them no. Um, I've kicked people out of the group because they weren't a good fit. Um, you know, and it's just because it is a private social group, and it is our, our little tribe, and um, it's not for everybody. And um, 
to, to keep that group environment healthy, I made decisions early on about uh, what kind of content I would allow as far as like, you know, discussion of religion or politics, because that's the kind of thing that turns into really aggressive arguments with people you know, much less strangers on the Internet. So there's just no need to borrow that kind of trouble, right? Um, but the other side of it is, is that um, I just – it's not entirely my personal group, and I don't assume everybody in that group reads my work. Um, I assume a large majority do because, <laughs> hello, it is my group. But um, it isn't, you know, it isn't a requirement. You don't have to read my work to be in the group. You don't have to listen to my podcast to be in the group if you're listening to my podcast. Whatever, you know. It's it's just it's not it's not for everybody and it's not a great personal insult if I decline your membership. Okay. And that's just what it boils down to. And so I was thinking about that today and about our little group and, and how it started. Um, and, um, and it was just annoying. It was annoying. I was, I was annoyed. Uh, <laughs> it actually does say that on the group. It says that we were that that we're cock worshippers. So I don't know why a man who was obviously straight, um, based on his profile, um, who's really into heavily into NASCAR and football, would necessarily want to join a cock worshipping cult on Facebook. I'm, maybe I'm being judgy. I don't know. Wouldn't be the first time I've been judgy. They just didn't seem like a good fit. The, the description actually says plot world domination with Kira Marcos and worship cock. It's right there in the description. You can't miss it. So, yeah, it's, you know, it's a thing. It's a thing. Um, but recently in May, I celebrated 10 years, basically, in fandom. Um, and is it Fandom has a very unique environment, and there's a lot of personality in fandom, and emotions can run high between large groups of people. Well, there's nothing wrong with locking a tight end, but just saying. Um, and there are people in fandom who, who hate me, who've never had any kind of legitimate interaction with me, but hate me regardless. And I'm like, I don't even, I don't even know who you are. How can you hate me so much when I literally have no idea who you are? Um, but yeah, that happens. And it's like craziness. And, um, I really don't have much of a topic tonight beyond that. And we were just, you know, it was, it was, was insanity. I'm gonna put Lady Holder here on the phone unless she's eating. Is she eating? She's not actually in the chat room. Does that mean she's not actually online? Where are you? Where is the lady holder? Um <clears throat> I wonder if she's in her car. Oh wrong one. Hi, I wasn't in the car. You... I was actually cooking. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. What are you cooking? What are you cooking? Uh, let's see. All sorts of vegetables and chicken cooked together with a mushroom-based broth 
and butter and bread. You want a picture? No. I don't want mushrooms. <laughs> I love the flavor. I hate the texture. Otherwise, you can do it with chicken. I don't. Uh, I don't like the texture too much. I don't, like, I don't like the texture myself either. I don't mind the flavor as long as I can't have that little slimy thing on my tongue. I just, I don't have issues. I have issues. Um, uh, honey, we all have issues. <laughs> yeah, I could write a song about mine. Uh, but you know, we're just talking about uh, about about fandom and relationships. And yes, that dude, mm-hmm. he's the first actually to complain about not being allowed in the Minion headquarters. And someone pitched a fit when I threw them out of Minion headquarters. They just weren't a fit. They just weren't, they were kind of hostile and and they weren't nurturing. And um, not that you have to be some Bambi flipping around the post and, you know. We've but, shunned a couple people. <laughs> but, you know, there's good kinds of assholes and there's bad kinds of assholes, and we don't like bad kinds of true. assholes. No, the ones that that just you know react like flatulence. Like, well, we'll leave those people on the sidelines. It's just it's it's just an interesting dynamic that that happens between people in fandom, and that you create these these little um, I guess you could call them clicks. Um, I know I've gotten accused we have one. before of having favorites amongst my readers, and I can't even deny that. No. I'm not even going to bother to try. And, and why would I? Because you're not my children. So. <laughs> it's just, I don't know, it's just, it's, um, there's there's all these personalities in, in fandom, and when you encounter someone who just genuinely doesn't like you, and you've never really had any interaction with them, and you're thinking, how, what, um, why? Yeah, that one I don't get. I mean, it, I I've seen flame wars, I've seen personality conflicts in fandom. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I've probably stoked a couple of them because. I have a thing with people being a raging asshole to somebody for no reason. All right. Um, sorry about this. I'm not doing anything objectionable. I'm having wine. Um, but, you know, it's... Um, one of the places that I ran into clicks, if you will, was um, the one con that I went to that was more for fan fiction fans than it was, because that's what what it basically was. Um, There were clicks. You know, there were, you know, I like this, you like that, we, you know, we're not too thrilled with this. And it was a little weird. You know, um, but for the most part, it was civil, and that at least that was something I was very happy with. So, mm, minion head minion headquarters is is a click, but it's a huge click. How many people do we have so far? 
I don't know. I have, I'll have to look. I'll I'll look while you're eating. Facebook. Yeah, I am that person that does that. <laughs> yeah, I I you're not the only one. There are 437 members on um, Minion headquarters, uh, and it's um. It's it's just a little private social group, and we talk about stuff, and you know, and sometimes it's personal stuff, and sometimes it's not. We don't talk about religion, we don't talk about politics because we don't want to argue. <laughs> Correct. Now, will will we talk about um, everything else under the planet? Yes. As a matter of fact, most of it. <laughs> you know, we'll we'll talk about. Um, And for whatever reason, that didn't work. We'll talk about, you know, do, do we like this? Do we like that? Is this interesting? You know, why why are you why are you doing this? Um, it's there's all sorts of things we'll we'll talk about. Um, hopefully that worked. Hey, that worked. That's dinner. Um, as I mentioned it. It's our, as Azure says, it's our safe place. Um, in some cases, it's the one place that people can come and say the things that they can't say on their real-life Facebook, the one that is attached Girl, to the I'm name mad. that they were, they were born under. I'm looking at your food, and I'm mad. I'm, I, I want that. <laughs> it's, it's green beans and kohlrabi and yellow squash and um, cauliflower and those flower stems from garlic and chicken. Oh, and, and red onions and garlic. more garlic. More garlic. Always more garlic. Always more garlic. I, the wine's box wine, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm cheap when it comes to wine. I tend to buy by so, the, the weirder and wackier the the. So really, really, Minion Headquarters is actually our apocalypse uh, preparation team. <laughs> that too. <laughs> We're gearing up. Jesus, yeah, I know. It's we got no choice. Talk about fucked up. Um, the other re- I mean, I have two Facebooks that I get into regularly. I have the one that is under the name I was born with. Then I have this one. And by regularly, I mean at least three or four times a year for the other one. <laughs> and daily for this one. At least once a quarter on my real Facebook, just so I can bitch at my relatives, and then I immediately log out and log back into the fun one because they give me an ulcer if I was over there all the time. I go in, I, I, I check through, I look at all the, the crap that is on there, and then I check myself back out again because I don't want to deal with it. Okay. Um, I got way too many people who are... Yeah, they give me ulcers too.
Um, <laughs> yeah, Azure, you, you say you hate your cousins. Um, go in, post shit, uh, piss them off, and leave. Sounds about normal. I just signed mine up for um, propaganda mail. God. Like, I have a cousin who's militantly homosexual, so I signed him up for GLAD. Okay. And not homosexual. He's he's mentally, he's he's homophobic. So I signed him up to get a whole bunch of GLAD paraphernalia in the mail. You do the sweetest things. I know. I'm trying to educate that motherfucker. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to spread the knowledge. Good luck. Sam. Good luck. Yeah, mine. Mm-hmm. Not so much. I have another cousin. Have him a... and his wife argue all the time. I just uh, sent them a book on um, divorce. <laughs> Is this the type of one where you know do it yourself? Do do your own divorce? It was just. It was like it was a book about you know how divorce can set you free. Are they that bad? Yeah, they're that bad. Individually, they're great people. Together, they are... You know that creature that Jabba wanted to feed Han Solo to? They're Sarlacc? On the ground? Yeah. It's a Sarlacc. Together, together they are that monster. Separately, they're nice. Mmm. Yuck. Yeah, no. I'm just saying. There's days, ugh, dude. I got There's an some aunt days that I, I scarily accurate impression of a dementor, so I sent her a copy of <laughs> Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. <laughs> and so she wrote me, and she called me and left me a voicemail, and then she wrote me an email because I didn't answer her voicemail, wanting to know why I sent her witchcraft. Ah. Uh, because you needed to be. I said because people. you're in the book, you're like heavily featured in the book, and I thought you'd want a copy of it. So she calls my mom and tells her that I called her a witch, and she asked me. She asked my aunt what she was talking about, and she explained that I'd sent her a copy of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, and said that she featured heavily in it. And my mom busted out laughing. She said, she's not calling you a witch. She's calling you a demon, a, a soul-eating demon. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So I got another phone call where she wanted to know why I thought <clears throat> she was a soul-eating demon. I said, the evidence because around you, you speaks for yourself. Speaks for itself. I just look around. You buried four husbands, and I don't think a single one of them died of natural causes. No matter yeah. what the state might say. That's awesome. Anyways, I terrorize my family with information and fiction. I've got an awesome used bookstore down the street. That's the best two dollars I ever spent. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no. The problem is all of my family is within reach. So, mm, makes things more interesting. Yes, Sam. 
I play cards with my parents too every um every Saturday night, which is the reason I'm not on on the Saturday night um shows most of the time. If I play cards regularly with any member of my family, you guys would have already seen us on CNN. It was a gun violence incident. Yeah, what makes this even more fun is we legitimately do have booze at the table. Sometimes it's three out of the four of us drinking. Most of the time it's my mother and um, my and me drinking. And mom and I have been known to kill a couple bottles of wine in a given evening. Is she Debbie from the Adams family? Um, I don't think she's that nice. Anyhow. Wow. Wow. You know, honestly, what if you Debbie had worn, if, if Debbie had dressed in black, she'd have fit right in with the Adams family. I mean, it was just because her color, her color scheme was off and they couldn't handle it. Well, that and she kept smiling, if I remember right. She was awfully cheerful all the time. It was it was it was not appropriate for the Adams family. Appropriately homicidal. I'm appropriately I'm homicidal for the Adams family. I make international headlines, Damaz. I am, I am confident of this. Uh so am I, please don't. That's not how you sell more I'm not books. saying I would. I'm saying I could. Mhm. Well, I guess I'll let you join my group, Ellie. I come over to the. Stop! I don't see her in the mm-hmm. chat room. I don't. I don't Is she still um, in the corner? She could be still in the corner. Um, she deserves to be in the corner. Not as much as Edie deserves to be in there. You are Ellie, but she deserves to be in the corner. Because I, I don't. We know have what a lot of work. corners. We. The, no, I we think have, I, we I think I went for worse. We have a Pentagon room, and there are like six floors. Um, And I don't know, honestly, what was worse, um, the Snapple door or the bondage. I don't know either, but honestly, I think I've managed to make you splutter your your, uh, drink at least a couple times. So, I don't know. Am I tired with Az? Was it Az who made me snort cantaloupe? Because I'm pretty sure it was. And I forget what it was about. It might have been. Your corner's always been the porn corner as. Um, but, you know, I think really, you know, on, interestingly enough, I've had many online friendships um, that have um, come and gone from my life for one reason or another, you know, through games or through, um, I used to be heavy into playing The Sims. Um, and I had a um, fairly large uh, Sims website and I... Um, I played Sims, and I had a, I had a pretty big community. Um, and then I got out of that and uh, site, and um, then I kind of fell into fan fiction. Um, and was it too loud again? No, no, no. I don't no, I was, I was distracted by her. I was distracted by the knowledge that she doesn't listen to all my podcasts. I was like, what? <laughs> She'll get there. Don't worry about it. Remember, we have one minion starting from the beginning. All the podcasts are archived. You can go back. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, for those of you who missed it, um, that podcast, it was um, 
it was me and Jilly, and we were talking about, and I don't know how we got on the subject of, oh, we were trying to figure out how we could kill um, Snape and Dumbledore when she sends Narcissa back into time. And I said that she should set them up like a murder-suicide and put them in the same bed so that she could ruin Dumbledore's reputation at the same time. And Edie named the pairing. Ruined his reputation more, yes. Um, Snapledore. She named the pairing. And Ellie... And did not put you off Snapple? Yeah, it did put me off Snapple. Um, Far more than the... um, Far more than the uh, the sugar content of Snapple, actually. (laughs) And then Ellie managed to get herself some corner time by suggesting a bondage scenario. Yeah, that's never not going to be gross. Apparently, I snorted cantaloupe during the economics of short story construction in June of 2014. Rogue, why do you remember that? (laughs) Isn't she the one who's rewatching everything? Listening. Uh, Yeah. That's, um, I hope it wasn't Are you taking notes? No. I'm so curious. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm making a note too. Six twenty fourteen. <laughs> oh God. Oh, good Lord. But um, uh, so yeah, I have always kind of um, when I first got online, I uh, my like it was like in the late nineties, it's not ninety eight or ninety nine. I'm I'm totally dating myself. Um, I uh, I kind of fell yeah. into a community of gamers and chatters on Yahoo, um, and yeah, I sorted cantaloupe more than once thanks to Azure. Just saying. Just you saying. You like cantaloupe? That doesn't help matters any. I do. I'm really I love happy we cantaloupe. haven't made you. I'm really happy we haven't made you snort watermelon. Right. That'd be terrible. Uh huh. Anyways, that cantaloupe actually hurt that that first time. It was, it was extreme. Um, I'm pretty saying? sure. Oh, I I've always kind of fell into groups like online. Like I just kind of fall from one group and into another. So, um, but fandom is the longest um, group situation I've had. I guess. But it isn't on purpose. It isn't like I purposely go out there and try to gather people up. Like I'm hurting people. I don't do it on purpose. We're not cats. It's very, it's, it's very weird. No, you, actually you are cats and you can't hurt cats. <laughs> not real successfully, no. <laughs> I remember one day I was I was watching some craziness go on in Minion headquarters, and I I realized I was like, oh God, that that is my circus, and those are my monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is. Mm-hmm. But it is mm-hmm. weird. It is very weird. I recently joined a um, Harry Hermione. Um, Facebook group to have a conversation mm-hmm. about something, and I've seen it recently in the past. But it is really weird to come across um, 
threads where they're talking about me. And I'm like, I feel like I should actually leave the group so they could talk about me behind <laughs> my back like regular people, you know. Um, so it, it's still weird to be in there. And I'll, I'll come across a um, a thread about me, and I'm like, oh, my God, that's so bizarre. I've, I feel like I shouldn't even be looking at it like I'm invading their privacy or something. But the moderator did let me join the group, so I don't guess she minds. I was, like, instantly approved. I was like, yay. I love instant validation. Well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, seriously, I was, it I was nice. like under 30 seconds. I mean, it, it, it might have been a minute, but I doubt it. Shit. <laughs> Some lovely commercial about herding cats. Um, every once in a while, I'll see a name um, pop up in Minion headquarters, and I kind of sit there and shiver because, oh, my God, we've got another one. Yeah. And, you know, I, I try and read just about everybody. You know, I may not always be out, you know, feel that, that, that the writing is my cup of tea, but I at least try, you know. Um, so it's always fun when new writers pop in. Getting writers in the group, I think it um, expands mm-hmm. our um, – our uh, perspective. I, I really enjoy that. Um, but it isn't necessarily a writer's group. It is just um, a social group and, you know, conversation and fandom and, and movies mm-hmm. and TV shows and, um, and bitching about your spouse or your ex or, or your family in some cases. Cause it is a private group. Um, I think having mm-hmm. a job herding cats would be the most frustrating job on earth. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. Funny as but, hell you know, but frustrating. It is weird to encounter someone who thinks they're entitled to be in my personal space. And I'll be honest, this happens mostly with men um, who think they're entitled to both uh, my attention uh, and, my, and, and to be in my personal spaces. They, they feel entitled to email me and they expect a response. Um, and they feel like they should be in my groups um, and that I should be, they should be on my friend list. And um, some of the most hateful Communications I've gotten from fans have come from men who have been rejected from some of my personal space. Yeah, I remember hearing about some of that shit. You know, it's um, fandom is a mix of really, really good people, and and we try and self police and keep it to the good. And it's also got a whole bunch of people who raging asshole doesn't even come close to their, their personality. You know, um, and you've had a couple that, um, you know, they, I'm remembering why we don't like, um, oh, damn it. There's one name that we don't like, and I can't remember his name. Um, it's the guy. Oh, you who, mean Brad? Brad, yes, that would be the one. Brad. 
of the Clan Brad. Mm-hmm. Yes. Of the, the founding member of Clan Brad at that point. You know, he, he thought that he had the right to school you. And I think, and ex- by extension, the rest of us, because, you know, he was, well, he had a dick. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. He was not, he was an idiot. You know, I don't think you've, you've, um, removed it or removed him from the the band list have you no no i don't think so nope gee nope <laughs> yeah you know he's um but you know brad was some... arrogant but he wasn't even the worst i mean he wasn't the one oh, who threatened to cut my head off he wasn't the one that told me i needed yeah. to be assaulted um he wasn't the one or, who got on that Yahoo group and bitched about me. Mhm. Mhm. He mm-hmm. also wasn't the one who. He also wasn't the one who wanted you to um, spank him. You know, um, over the the over the internet. Yeah, I had one male reader who seemed to really enjoy it making me angry and me berating him. And then I realized that he was basically um, manipulating me into topping him. Mm-hmm. And disciplining him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like... Ew. So much ew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right, Jeep? I mean, it was like, ew, <laughs> Number one, I am yeah, married. We... Number two, yes. no. Number I do three. have one reader who um, mm. I did defriend and I did kick them off my um, site. They can still read, but they can't comment. Because they do, um, they did ask me to write underage Hermione, um, and they uh, they always say really creepy things about Emma Watson, um, and there is a special level of creepy in the Harry Potter fandom when it comes to male fans mm-hmm. and underage Emma Watson. Um, just oh no. yeah, just just ten thousand times no. Now, Emma Watson yeah, is a they, pretty little girl, and she is a beautiful woman. But there, ne- there is a thick line between little girl and grown woman, and um, there's a oh, section yes. of the Harry Potter fandom that much prefers her to be a child, and that could be said for the Harry Potter character as well. Um, there All is of them, unfortunately. Yes, I, I have yet to see a fandom that didn't have a, a small subset dedicated to pedophilia. And I, I want no yeah. part of it. And that's why, it's one of the reasons why I don't post on AO3. Beyond my control issues, they allow pedophilia. And I cannot. Mm-hmm. Now, my Russian translator puts their work on AO3, and they right. and they tag my name on it, which is appropriate, and I'm fine with that. That was something that we agreed to do, so he would have control, he or she would have control over um 
the formatting because it's Russian and I don't know how. I mean, I don't, if if something messed up, I wouldn't know it, you know, because oh man, the Russian. <laughs> yeah, Google Translate doesn't work that well. <laughs> and yeah. so uh, it was um, just something we decided to do. But on the whole, the pedophilia is the reason why I'm on Ao3. Uh, I um, now if there ever comes a time when I'm finished running my own site, I probably would put myself on Ao3 as I walk away, but. It isn't something I would do while I'm active because I don't I don't want to be associated with it. I don't blame you. I have very strong feelings about in, feelings about incest and pedophilia, and I've discussed them many times in the past on the podcast, so we don't need to go there again. Um, but needless to say, I, please don't send me recommendations for the supernatural fandom. I can't even watch the show because of the supernatural fandom ruining it for me because of the incest. Okay, I am so glad I watched Numbers before I ever realized there was Numbers fanfic, or the incestors would have ruined that for me too. Yeah, let's pass it on. Don't pass anything on for me to me either for that, please. You know, um, I have read a lot of stuff. I have seen, and for the most part, avoided the various things with um, supernatural and numbers. I don't, I have no urge. Um, I think that's one of those, those, I guess you could call them sub-clicks. You know, um, there are a bunch of people who this is what they like. This is what they want to enjoy. You know, and, excuse me, my cat just missed the desk. <laughs> <laughs> you know what though I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be for real if you enjoy reading pedophilia that means you're a pedophile yeah that is literally the definition of pedophilia I mean if you enjoy if you're sexually aroused by um, sexually explicit children um, stuff featuring children whether it be literature or photographs then you are a pedophile mm-hmm Is your cat okay? He's fine. He's just, of the two cats I have, I have one who, if he could figure out how to leap from one thing to another in this house and never touch the floor, he probably would. The <laughs> other, the other I've known to try and leap up on the bed and had to heave himself up because he didn't quite make the leap. Nothing got, nothing got broken. Um, he actually landed in a paper bag full of paper, which is what made the most noise and probably scared him the most. Um, but, yeah. Um, the incest subset in Firefly, I thankfully missed that one. Um, the underage stuff in Teen Wolf makes me twitch. A bit more than a bit. Um, 
I think that's part of the reason why, aside from what um, the character did, I hate Kate Urchin. Just yuck. Um, <laughs> you know, I think it's one of those where, you know, if you are an adult when you um, when you find a show that you like and the, the characters who grab your attention are underage, you have to, to take the responsibility to know that, you know, you can't, you can't write fourth year Hermione climbing her boyfriend and snogging and then some. You know, that's that's Well kissing kissing at fifteen is fine. Um and frankly, you know, realistically we know that most kids are gonna lose their virginity between the ages of fourteen and twenty. Okay, that's just realistic. Yes, it doesn't mean I but want doesn't mean I want to actually it be doesn't in their bed need when they to do be it. Explicitly described in a fic. Now, I tend to go with the age of consent, which is 16, um, at least in Britain. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would remind Teen Wolf writers uh, that the age of consent in California is 18, and both participants can be arrested for underage sex. Huh. Not just yeah, the older no, person. So if Styles had a relationship with Derek while he was under the age of 18 and his father arrested Derek for it, he would also be legally required to arrest Styles for it as well. Huh. Well, as long as it was consensual. Well, yeah. And, and you know, that's something else that you have to think about because, um, yeah, you can you, – it's happened – where um, parents uh, call the police in on an older boyfriend, you know, um, is it technically correct? Probably, yeah. Yes, actually, depending on the age of the person in question. Just, sex is such a hot button option uh, topic, you know, for for sanity's sake and and you know not getting an e label make everybody legal you know I have a bigger problem in fandom when I see somebody time traveling like thirty year old or one hundred year old Harry travels back in time and has a relationship with twelve year old Hermione Ew. that's a whole hell of a lot of no fandom that's 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 all the no yes she was Laren. The actress that played Kate oh, on Teen Wolf was Laren on um, Stargate. That's the traveler that whooped John's ass. Wow. Okay. I can't see Derek being okay with, with honestly, given his history, I, I honestly think almost every sexual encounter Derek has ever had has been because he's been whammied. You know, um, well, all the ones you saw on Team Wolf. Let's let's be honest. That boy is beautiful. He had to have a whole lot of sex before he came back to Beacon Hills. I hope so. I hope he had a whole bunch of of completely and utterly consensual sex. 
But as soon as he got back to Beacon Hills, he got whammied every single time. You know, that was rider sadism. Very definitely. And um, the, the showrunner of Teen Wolf really doesn't make any bones about the fact that he he was being a sadistic fucker, you know, to to Derek because he had apparently an ex-boyfriend named Derek who was, you know, a asshole to him, so he was shit to, the, to his character. Which is why he also treated Derek Morgan like shit. When he wrote for Criminal yeah. Minds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he should not be allowed to. Uh, nope. He should not be allowed to write any um, relationships for any character named um, Derek. Should not. He needs to get over himself and get some fucking therapy. That's all I'm saying. That would be useful. You know, there's some. <laughs> Instead of instead of berating his fans for loving the character that he that he wrote to hate. Uh huh. Yeah. The problem is, is he didn't write him to hate. He wrote Derek. Derek Hale was a reasonably decent character from from what I understand, who got the absolute shitty end of the stick, and then just kept getting it. You know, and never That's had a chance the to grow. Wrote him for the sole purpose of torturing him. Mhm. Yeah, that's. Dude needs therapy. Right. He needs all the therapy. He does. Yeah, I actually did not mm. watch Teen Wolf because I hated Scott on site. Yeah, he was a putz. He really was. Jesus. You know, I I remember watching and being actually quite amused by um the using the term the queer baiting that Teen Wolf was doing. I thought for a while it was actually quite nice that they were actually going to have a a level, I guess you could call it, um, set of characters who were going to be gay. Hey, great, we're going to have you know two guys in a relationship that hopefully be relatively normal. The actors seem to be okay with it. Why can't we get it? And then everything started coming out, and it's like, you jackass. You know, if they, the person who should have gotten bit was Styles, it shouldn't have been Scott. Actually, I think it would have been really interesting if um, Styles had been bitten, because, um, with his father and, you know, and it just, it would have been, it would have been really interesting. Mm-hmm. I, would have been, I would have probably watched that if it had been Styles that got bit. Yes. Provided that, the, provided that he didn't get written the way Scott was written. 
Oh, God. <laughs> that good, Willow? Willow comments, I honestly thought fanfic writers were exaggerating how stupid and unlikable Scott was. Then I watched the show. Right? I thought so, too. I actually only watched 30 minutes of the pilot because I was so frustrated by the Mm -hmm. character of Scott that I turned it off. I could not even watch the whole pilot. Yes, I'm on with the You know, I don't actually have the fake nails on, so it was a lot quieter than it could have been. I was wondering about that. I was wondering. Give it your hands a break. Yeah, I have to. You know, I, I've, I've worn them for two and a half years now, so straight, so yeah. No shit, Sherlock. I'll mail it to them. I just got the, you didn't eat your mushrooms. They're starving children in Germany. This is why I said I'd mail it to them. I figure I can can write on it, starving children in Germany. Slap a whole bunch of first class stickers on it and let it go. Where Styles finally realized Scott was only an alpha because he made him one. I want to read that. So please find it and give me a link. I want to read that. Is it, as long as it's not Cedar, because I don't read Styles Peter, because that's ugh. Okay, let's see what we've got here. Clicky link. Nope, it is um, uh, Streak. It's called Anthracite. I'm wondering if I've read this. By Lupus Cantilla. I don't know, but that's on the list of things to be read. <laughs> it is streak. And <laughs> Oh God. No, 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 uh Barbara, I'm not gonna mail mush uh mushrooms to you. Although since you are up in the land of the morel, if you get some fresh ones, dry them and mail them to me, I'll send you money. <laughs> um, because, no, I don't like them. Himself does. Let's see. It's long, she says. Oh, my. It's 100,000 plus words. Awesome. And it's first part. Yes. And the next part is, well, it's tiny, but then after that, hey, there's parts. Awesome. Something to download and go with. That's awesome. (laughs) 
apparently um, Tyler and Dylan used to wear each other's clothes all the time. That would be cool. Okay. Huh. You know, it wouldn't surprise me. One of the things that, that if I didn't think the characters were creepy motherfuckers, the closeness of the actors would be really interesting, which is the um, the way uh, Chris Argent and um, Peter Hale, the actors act. Well, they're both morally reprehensible, so that could be a match made in hell. Hello? I'm sorry. I was I was ignoring the spouse. Oh, no, you were not. <laughs> I, I hit mute. Um, the actors are close, and that's and they're cute together. The characters are creepy, and creepy in the I'm a I'm a serial killer. You know, come watch me work type of way. I just um... what? I don't want to pair them. I I just I have there's just there's a lot wrong. It's diet hanagram. That's just... hilarious. That is hilarious. Um. <laughs> I would actually be all aboard the Hanagram train if it wasn't for the actual cannibalism. Because yeah. if two actors have ever had more chemistry, I have not seen it. You you are talking about the Hannibal and what's his name? Um, the two the the two actors I'm going to be um, putting Matt, together in yeah. my yeah. yeah. They got. They got okay. a hell of a lot of chemistry. <laughs> but I just can't get past the cannibalism. We all have our sticking point, and apparently cannibalism is mine. I, who knew? You know, I... What is it? You are what you eat? I don't want to be some of those people. Right? Although I'm not saying I oppose Eat the Root. I'm just saying I don't want to be involved in the actual campaign. I'll wear the t-shirt, but I don't want to be one of the people who's doing the eating. (laughs) Just saying... You know, um, Silence of the Lambs freaked me out hard enough that I don't want to. Thanks. Oh, hold on. I have to to pause. Okay. All right. Not a problem. Um, (laughs) Jessica, honey, you got problems, honey. Um, I don't want to know. Um, 
the thing with actors and and how we we how we interact um, with the the characters they play. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think you know the thing is is something I've I've found when I enjoy an actor in a um, in a show or a movie, and you know um, I'm watching them in something else. I'm much more favorably inclined to enjoy whatever it is they're doing. Okay. Um, Um, to use what I'm doing in July as an example, um, uh, Ken Stott is in the movie King Arthur, and he plays a he plays an asshole. Is the best oh, way I to beg put to it. differ. Wait, wait. Um, sleeping with dead bodies is kinky and illegal. Um, that too. Just saying. Well, it's deviant, if nothing else. Um, okay, things you learn every day. Um, but I kind of like Ken Stott's character in um, as much as he was a raging asshole in King Arthur, and then I saw him in The Hobbit. And that took a little bit to realize exactly who he was. And I like him much better now. As a character. No, she means the one that came out that had um, Kira Knightley and no, it's um, Owen. Clive Owen. Clive Owen. Clive Owen. And Ian Griffin and Mads Milkinson and Hugh, the, the two guys from Hannibal. Hugh Dancy. Yes, that's the one. Yeah, I. <laughs> My King Arthur is not the most recent one. Not a hope. My King Arthur is well. There are plenty of things that are classified as kinky that um, I don't think are sexy. Just saying. Um, bowling shoes comes to mind. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no context on that, guys. Sorry. Um, but you know, there are people who have um, foot fetishes. I don't think that's sexy at all, but it's definitely kinky. Um, Ew, no. Uh, I mean, there are people who like, you know, ears. <laughs> you know, there's lots of things out there. <sighs> you know, golden showers. So people really dig that. I think it's gross. Technically, but, that's you know, kinky, so there's but grody. That's, there's lots of things that are kinky that are not sexy to me. There's a lot of things that... There's a lot of things that will get people's engines revving that do absolutely nothing for me. And if you have something that gets your engine revved, Congratulations. I hope you have a good time with it. Just 
please stay on the right of legal as as or on the side of legal. Right. Right. Yeah. Do no harm. And at harm none do as you will. Let's let's go with the Wiccan Creed on that one too. I just posted up in chat the trailer for the King Arthur that I liked. I have the opposite of a foot fetish. I think feet are gross. I like shoes insofar as high heels can be an absolute work of art. Um, no matter who's wearing them. Uh, the asses of the ass of somebody who's wearing high heels, either side of the, the um, gender divide, can be absolutely fabulous. Do I want to concentrate on the seat in the heels? Pass. <laughs> I, I don't like feet that much either. Demad, uh, I am with you. Every time I see Chris Argent, I also think of Martouf. And yeah. And apparently, you want to feel old with me? No. Too bad. Willow. Thanks for asking. The movie Willow? Yes, you're welcome. The movie Willow is 30. You suck so much. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrible how I suffer because of you. <laughs> I've done other things for you. Yeah. I don't think Oreo oh, in the mail compensates for that. Well, true, and I haven't sent you any recently, but I have written porn for well, you. I can't have any. I can't have well, any I know Oreos. That. Right. Is Oreo list in my house? I'm sorry. Somebody should be. It's terrible over here. I am, I am deprived you can't have of the it. holy wafer. I told her it was my holy yep. wafer and that she was violating my religious freedom by telling me I couldn't have them. She told me to suck it up. Mm-hmm. I don't think she understands my trauma. I'm pretty sure she doesn't <clears throat> understand your trauma, too. For fuck's sake. I don't know. Oh, my God. Those both sound hideous. Apparently, there's cherry and gluten-free ones out there. They need to stop messing with the holy wafer. It was perfect just the way it was. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>
Wait a second. Keira Knightley wasn't Padme. That was the other one. No, but Keira Knightley and... Um, what the fuck is her name? It just fell out of my head. Um, they do greatly resemble. Yes, this is true. Natalie Portman. Hmm. There is no need for kettle corn flavored Oreos. They need to stop. I don't know what's worse. All these different flavored Oreos or the fact that the International House of Pancakes changed their name to the International House of Burgers. I don't get that one. I honestly think it would have been better if they were the International House of Breakfast. If you have to stick a B on there. Right? If you want to change the yeah, B, Breakfast makes... Works Burgers. Breakfast Works just Although fine. Wendy's, Wendy's burned them so bad, I'm surprised that, that the sun didn't come down and pat the owner of IHOP on the ass. I mean, just, you know. Well, what was it? Um, there was a thing out here where Chickasaw apparently House. commented. Yeah. Chickasaw commented something about, you know, um, our, our chicken sandwiches are absolutely the best. And then I think it was Wendy's who said, yeah, you can have ours on Sundays too. You know, or some shit like that. They're <laughs> yeah, closed Wendy's, on Sundays. Wendy's is hardcore. Wendy's is definitely uh-huh. hardcore. Yeah, I I like both ladies, um, but I honestly think I like Kira Knightley more, not just because my best friend has the same first name, um, but also because she seems to be the scrappier of the two, with less of a fuck given. I like her. She seems she doesn't seem plastic. And yes, I did actually name my fandom name after Kira Knightley. If you're if, if you're curious, that was yes, that's a hundred percent. That's great. And no, I honestly didn't. I, well, I kind I think I knew about it, but I didn't really pay a lot of attention to it because it was. You know who you who you pick as a um, as the the inspiration for your name. That's you know that's your thing. Mine got picked because of because of my email, um, and that's what I that's what I went with. I came precariously close to picking Rachel. Why? Can you guys picture it? Calling me Rachel. Um, no. Uh, Rachel Wise. Rachel Wise. I'm a big fan of Rachel Oh, Wise. yes. Yes. And I then I was thinking maybe I would um, um, call myself Evelyn after uh, the character in The Mummy because I loved uh, – yeah. yeah. Oh, God, I love that, mom- that movie. That's, that's another one that – 
you know, honestly, that one, speaking of, of the, the challenge coming up, I could honestly flip the coin and go either way with Sentinel or Guide. They both would fit the bill. You know, Lady Holder's name, you guys know where that comes from, right? I'm, I'm, I'm giving you all the side eye. <laughs> I would hope they know where it comes from. Those of you on yeah. Facebook don't know, we're going to have to give you guys an education. <laughs> Dude. Considering the last name she uses on Facebook. Yes, Pern. Um, it is indeed from Pern. I, I honestly think that, uh, you know, that a fandom name, a fandom non-diplume, a pen name, is actually very freeing, mm-hmm. and I highly recommend it. Um You can be very relaxed. Relax. Mm-hmm. Relax. Weirdly, Pern was one of the first series of books that I picked up on my own and fell in love with. Um, my parents were and are science fiction um, lovers. They uh, they read a great deal of it. They they watch it. Um, and we always had it in the house, but I found Pern on my own. And then being the wonderful and loving child, I brought it to the family and um, everybody else got to, to, to read it. Um, the other fandom I found was Mercedes Lackey's um, Valdemar series and enjoyed that one all, all on my own. But Lady Holder, um, that, <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't call myself Dragon Lady. That would be weird. Um, <laughs> least, Lady Holder is. Okay, hey, Dragon. Yeah, I think I'm the type of dragon who buries in, burrows in under her treasure and has that tail that's just tick, 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 just sitting there. Wouldn't it really be a white dragon queen? Uh, maybe. But I just couldn't see it, so Lady Holder was such an easy fit. You know, and I've had that name for for more than 20 years now. That's the really bizarre part. Isn't that crazy? Uh-huh. The dragon flights are really bizarre when you read them. But you also know what you're getting into when you when you um when you impress a dragon. I met it is um, curious that Mercedes. she picked a fandom name from a fandom that wasn't she militantly opposed to fan fiction? Uh-huh. Horrifically. To the point where she shut down a lot of stuff 
as much as she could. And then as she got older, she relaxed about it. There were rules, which I, I agreed with most of them, um, because she didn't want people playing in her sandbox. You know, you, you wrote in areas that she wasn't writing in. Um, but for the most part, as she got older, she relaxed a lot more. Um, I can't read the new stuff because I can't stand how her son writes. Isn't um, he deeply homophobic? Yeah. That was part of the other problem. You know, um, my, I was in junior high, so I think it was eighth grade, which would put me at 12 or 13, when I found, um, yeah, I was 13, when I found Pern and then uh, Valdemar. And it's the perfect age for me to find this because I became very accepting and very open-minded. And um, I am the most liberal person in my family and utterly accepting of everybody's right to be weird. I cut my teeth on Robert. Hi, uh, Highland Friday, yes. Uh that one that one made me itch. Um I don't remember reading Friday, but I read I read a lot when um when uh-huh. I was little in in Highland is is where I cut my teeth. Then I found a whole box of Star Trek books. And that's all she wrote. The first big book I ever read was Spock's World. Oh God, that one! That one huge, huge book. To me, anyway, at the time, I was like, "Wow!" Oh, it was a huge book. But I, I well, the thing is, is um, out where I live, there is a fungus that I that is everywhere, and you can get it, and it will cause respiratory problems. It's called valley fever. It's not fun. I happen to be allergic to that thing, and for the most part, I'm I'm fine now, but I had basically six months where I was home on bed rest because I wasn't able to do anything, and my dad had everything, um, all of the... the uh, Star Trek's up in, up until that point. I was about twelve at that point, so I read everything, which meant that there was a lot of stuff that I read that I didn't understand. And I read it now, I get it, but you know there was some stuff that oh wow, um, Ishmael, yes, that one. Ishmael is the name of a Star Trek book, and it's really interesting because you get to see <laughs> you get to see some interesting things about a Spock who he's still Vulcan, but he's not quite. It's interesting. Uh, Uhura Song, 
those two were really fun. Um, Spock's World. Spock's World was. It's two books that are tied together, and woven into each other, and you can read them separate or together. And I've done both. You know, where you follow one set of stories from beginning to end, and you follow the other. And uh, it's probably been two decades since I've read Fox World. Well, the thing is, is one of the things I I found, uh, and it's it's showing up in a lot of ways as I think about it, my ethics and my personal moral code were formed because Star Trek were formed because um, I read, you know, the, the um, McCaffrey and um, Lackey and Heinlein and, you know, uh, yes, some of the classics, Vulcan Academy Murders, that was another good one. Um, There are a lot of there are a lot of ways I'm realizing that um, the IDAC, Infinite Diversity and Infinite Combinations, you know, um, that is a good byline to to live by. Um, Marion Zimmer Bradley pissed me off. Badly, with some of her stuff. Um, I don't like throwing books. I wanted to throw a couple of hers. And as much as I adore um, The Hobbit and uh, Lord of the Rings, I've never actually read them through. I read them them a long time ago. I haven't read Lord of the Rings probably since my early 20s, but yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I read... I read Clan of the Cave Bear. I was twelve. Okay. Yeah, me too. Wow, I had no idea what I was reading. I don't think I really understood what was happening to Elia until like I was no, fifteen I and I reread Clan of the Cave Bear, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I had no idea. I it went right think I've my read head. Clan of the. I've read Clan of the Cave Bear twice. I was ten when I read it the first um, time, and I did not get. What was happening, and and then when I oh yeah, because my niece wanted to reclaim the cave bear about five or six years ago. She pulled it off my shelf, and I said, "Nope, put it back." And she says, "Well, it looks really good." I said, "Put it back." And my sister said she can read it. I said, "No, she can't. Put it back." She was nine. My <laughs> sister had never read *Clan of the Cave Bear*. My sister had literally never read *Clan of the Cave Bear*. And I said, "You can't read it. Pick something else." End of discussion. And my niece picked something else out and walked away with it. And my sister said, why can't she recline the cave bear? I said, are you not aware of the fact that it's just big one, one big grape pick? Uh-huh. And that Elliot is raped repeatedly until she uh-huh. gets pregnant. And she's like 12. No, she's like nine. Elliot. 
eight or nine. Her her age is never ever li- really listed, is it? You can, yes, it is. You can figure out her age in there. She's about nine or ten. When it starts, but not when she gives birth. Yeah, she's about ten. Feel worse than I did Cause before because I don't remember that. <clears throat> yeah, because she's about. Her son is about two or three when she's um, exiled, and she's 16 or 17 when she meets up with John Delores the first time. Or, yeah. She's not that old. Okay, so she's orphaned at five. Uh Uh-huh. About five or six years later, that um, okay, God gives her that. Right uh, at ten, she's raped at ten by her by Brown, uh-huh. um, and she endures uh-huh. forced sex until the age of eleven when she gives birth to Brown's child. Uh huh. So not nine. And then, eleven. Not that eleven's any okay. better. And then no. she is fourteen when she's cast out of the clan. Right. But I read I've read everything but the last book, Children of the Earth. And the thing is, is I have I have the collection, and um, my my niece finds the covers very interesting. Um, uh-huh. And um, but uh, I had no idea. I I honestly, if I was going to give them give anybody those books, the only ones I would give would be Valley of the Horses, Mammoth Hunters, and Plans of Passage. The rest well, of them okay. can go as away. As much as my niece cannot reclaim the cave bear because of all the rape, she can't read Valley of the Horses and the Mammoth Hunters and the Plains of Passage because of all the sex. <laughs> I'm not saying I would give it to her now. <laughs> give it to her when she's 16. Jesus. But when she's an adult, she can, she can read the whole thing. I mean, I just don't think that a 9-year-old yeah. has any business reading Oh, about God, no, no, no. Um, and and the really the really crazy thing is is I read Clan of the Cave Bear and I think I went to the library and checked out Valley of the Horses and I was twelve and the librarian let me because it's classified. It, I don't think it's classified as adult reading. Oh, uh, it was in the adult reading section. They didn't care because Clan of the Cave Bear. Um, in my library in high school was in the juvenile section. Jesus, it's so not. Right? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that was my look too, Jeep. <laughs> oh. You know, just But no. my sister is kind of weird about, about reading. Um, like, she didn't want to let my nephew read The Hunger Games. And I said, why not? You let him read Harry Potter. And she said, well, that's different. I said, really? I said, have you actually read Harry Potter or have you just watched the movies? Well, I just, I watch the movies, what happens in the books. I said, oh, I don't know. Harry's only abandoned in the muggle world until he's 11 years old and he's neglected and mistreated and live in a cupboard by his aunt. And then he gets into the magical world where he's manipulated and controlled by an old man. What are you doing? I'm playing with the bag. Stop. It's really loud in my ear. I, I have a sucker. 
I'm sorry. I have a sucker. Oh, oh um, she's, ha- candy. she's having candy in my ear. But thank you. Yeah, um, it's even worse. Then, it's a chocolate one. Then he's manipulated down a path where he um, commits suicide. Uh-huh. And she turned to my nephew. She says, okay, you can read the Hunger Games. And she walked away. <laughs> <laughs> Because really, I don't see how the Hunger Games is any worse than Harry Potter. Oh God! There, I read. Okay, now I got to go find it. Because hell, if I remember the name of it. Ah, uh, let's see. Hmm. Hang on. But, uh, yeah, so um, I honestly think um, Harry Potter has some really, really dark themes, but no darker than, um, I don't think that Hunger Games, while there is a lot of killing in it, is any darker um, in Hunger Games and Harry Potter. I didn't read Flowers in the Attic. I watched the miniseries on TV with my mouth hanging open, and then I never went near the book. The the TV series with um, that girl that played Buffy in the movie was more than enough for me. More than enough. I need no. I need nothing else. I'm yeah. There's there's some sincerely creepy. Um, there's some sincerely creepy books out there. There's some really good After books out there. After my mom found out I read the um, Clan of the Cave Bear, she just let me have access <laughs> to all her Harlequin books because there's no way that Harlequin could ever be as bad uh, as the, you know, prehistoric rape fic that she let me read by hmm. accident. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm looking at a list of of romance novels, and I'm remembering that I actually enjoyed Elizabeth Lowell, Joanna Lindsay, Judy Oh, do. Oh, but my God. Brenda Joyce. Looking through it through a modern lens, and you're like, holy shit, Jude, what, what the fuck? What the actual fuck? Yeah. Amanda Quick. Yeah, I'm remembering how much I really did enjoy some of these. I don't know I if I would enjoy them if I read them again. Or a Viking romance. Oh, Sealer, Sealer, Sealer. It'll be great. It'll be awesome. Oh, wait. And it was. And then, man, I grew up. And I'm like, holy shit, that is not great. Mm -hmm. Holy shit. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know, it was uh, Roberta Gellis. Um, Thank you, Barb. I read her stuff, and oh, my God. That one... Her stuff was definitely an eye-opener as far as um, the the uh, strong women who still bent with their time. You know, wow. You know, you could almost guarantee after at a certain time point in time that if Fabia was on the cover, the book was actually relatively decent. And it was going to be in my library. I was going to be all up on it because, hello? Yes. 
Right. Audio. And I was like, what? No. And, you know, I don't think I really, um, I remember when I had my epiphany, me and my mom were in a used mm-hmm. bookstore and she were picking out books. She says, oh, look, here's a pirate romance. She likes pirate romances. And I said, I've outgrown pirate romances. And she said, why? I said, because I'm tired of reading books where some man comes along and tells a woman what she wants. <laughs> yeah. I know what I want. I don't need some Viking captain to come along and tell me. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got old. It got, I mean, I, you know I have a really good head for, for keeping track of plots and, you know, uh, remembering weird details about them. So, you know, I'm I'm paging through this list and coming across books that I remember enjoying the hell out of. And I'm remembering the details of it and going, I don't want to read that now. Oh, Beatrice Small or Beatrice. I don't remember how. Um, She was something. Yeah, I read those books too. I read those books. Yeah. I read just all of her books, I think, as a matter of fact. I remember going and hunting down books in used bookstores to find them. The Goddess River Age. Yes. Um, What a good thing about used bookstores is you could go in and there would be other readers in there and you could share, you know, oh, I've read this book. It's really good. And you know, now that's kind of gone. Yep. I mean, I still go to the used bookstore, but it isn't the same. Yeah. I remember going through my library and, and, you know, double checking. Okay. I like this one. I'm going to read everything they've got. And then as soon as I could drive, I went to the used bookstore I knew of. And I started tracking down all the ones I couldn't find at the library. Yeah, and filling in the holes and buying all these books. So, good times. I love books. I love um, the smell of books. I love going into a mm-hmm. library with a really old collection or a used bookstore. Mm-hmm. There's nothing quite like it. Well, when the husband and I went to meet his mother in New York City, we went into the New York Public Library. Um, mm-hmm. And we walked in there and we went into one of their book rooms. And the only thing that's in this book, this isn't um, someplace you go to, you know, pull a book off a shelf and, and start reading. No, this is their, their, basically their card catalog is all the books on the shelf. And you find the one you want and you take it to the, to the front desk and you request that they bring that book up because the stacks are underground. And they bring up the book that you want and you get to read it there. But even those books smelled delicious. You know, you, you, you mean you can't it. go in the stacks in the New York Public Library? No. 
this not the, in that one. Wow, I had no idea. Yeah, it's um. Oh wow, that one. Um, oh, I not, love Amelia Peabody. No, Peabody is awesome. Yeah. There's, I don't think I saw a single room in that library, in the building you were in, that um, you could, just like you would at my local library, go in, find the book you want, and take it to the librarian and check it out. You just couldn't. Which, you know, yeah, I get it, but... That is one of the rooms I saw. And all the books on the edges are the catalog that I know of. That to me is just a temple for books. It's lovely. I love it libraries. Is. I love going into libraries. I I love the atmosphere and the smell and the quiet and the storyteller and mm-hmm. no, I can't read King. No, I'm like, King I'm gives sorry. me nightmares. But if that's what you wanted to hide behind your textbook, you go right ahead. Uh, I would. It is not actually a good um, spot to hole up in. Um, there's too many entrances. Well, if we were down there in the stacks, <laughs> doesn't matter. It's still too many entrances because the subway is not too far away from there. Oh, and there's yeah. got to be entrances and exits, and no, there's no way. Mm. Yeah. You know, I get, um, I get how formulaic bodice rippers are, and don't even get me started on the Harlequins and Associated. Those things are formulate to the max. But well, they have a box that the the author has to fit in to to be, to be bought. Yes, still within the box of bodice ripper. Some people told pretty good stories, you know. And I love Elizabeth Lowell. I love Nora Roberts when she wrote for them. Of course, I, I love Nora Roberts anyway. And all her head hopping yes. glory. You go ahead, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I've pretty you much go gotten stuck on the one viewpoint. I, I I'm trying not to hop heads. You know, um, I mean Nora. I, I think that's I mean, one Nora. of the reasons she's going to head hop to the guys, and that and that is fine. Oh, yeah. You know, it, mm. 
the you know one of the things um that I will say about the loss of live journal it made it harder on fandom to get together I agree Tumblr is the same No you know um we've got uh, we've got many in headquarters um, but it's it's not some of the stuff that you would get off of live journal where you know you have whole communities that were dedicated to you know one thing and right yeah and there are, there are yahoo groups you can join for different pairings and different mm-hmm. series and different books and shows and movies and it i think it's growing but it isn't what we lost on live journal it was a loss it was DreamWorks doesn't have the the oomph. If if LiveJournal had imploded the way it did five years ago, ten years ago, DreamWorks might have taken over, but it it didn't. And as much as I I'm, miss I'm on clicking my live journal and looking in my inbox, I miss it. Uh huh. Yeah. I missed the SGA newsletter. Oh, God. Yeah. I miss the, I miss, um, I miss getting on the SGA newsletter when I posted because I knew that as soon as I got on there, I would have so many people pounce on, on whatever it is I had just done. And that was that was really cool. Live journal didn't go, it committed suicide as far as, as fandom is concerned. You know, um and they I I don't know, do you are they still running? Are they still up? Yeah. It's just mostly mostly full of crap. Mhm. But I left live journal because I couldn't be a part of something that had a terms of service in English that wasn't binding and you had to their their Russian version was binding, but I don't read Russian. Yeah. I don't read Russian either. And for all we knew, they could be hiding everything in there. And I think they were. And I just, I just don't want to be, um, I just had to leave that. I had to get out of that because I can't be a part of something where I don't understand what the terms of service are and the English version isn't binding. And I'm like, what? 
how's that going to work? And didn't they say something along the lines of, you know, um, we will prosecute you under the rules of our home country, which meant Russia? Yes. 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 Like, I'm Hello. 100% no. that. Yeah. And as a slash writer, I think it's important um, organizations uh, and to not support situations like Live Journal, where homosexuality is illegal and prosecuted and um, gay men and women in, in Russia are, um, I mean, persecuted so poorly. It, it's just, it's it's terrible. And yes. so I, I can't, I can't support that. I can't be a part of that. It, so I miss what my is, used is, to be, but... Fuck that. Fuck them. Oh, yeah. Fandom is, is finding new places to live and and adapting and making um, making new homes. <laughs> you know, uh, Facebook is... I, I, I honestly think they're learning about fandom, you know, but it's a, it's a long, painful... Um, trip to get to that knowledge. You know, they'll they'll get there eventually, but God Almighty, the 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 time it takes to get there is a pain in the ass. Well, I think that yeah. if you want a fandom space on um, Facebook, that you that you seek one out, and if there's not a a, spa- a space on Facebook that fits your needs, make one. True. And invite other people to join it. Because um, that's how you build a community. I mean, we've got some. I mean, that's why you put uh, Minion Headquarters together. Because it, it, it suited our needs. And, um, and we're not going to get Live Journal back. So we need to make no, we need to make arrangements. Yeah, it won't get it back, and I I realize that. And you know, there's nothing we can do to get it back, but we can make new homes. So we did. Okay, I can't pronounce your your name, so I'm going to call you Ever. Um, Ever, <laughs> yeah, we we well, I couldn't figure it out. That's why a lot of us left LiveJournal. I mean, hell, I had a paid account. I had a cheap paid account. It was paid through quite a, quite a long time, but I still closed it because of the shit that they were pulling. Yeah, I got I, I got an email letting me know that I had been deleted. Permanently, Same. and that I could, um, um, that my that my address would now be available for other people to use. And I'm like, mm, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't a good day. Fuck you in the eye. <laughs> we all hated that. I don't know 
what their purpose for buying it was. Um, I, yeah, I, I thought they have a huge lots Russian audience. Yeah, but they have a huge Russian audience, and how much of their American audience did they lose, and was that important? Was that part of their reason for buying it? Did that not work out the way they wanted it to? I'm just, you know, how'd that work out for them? I'm just curious. I hope it was a good bite to their bottom line because it wasn't just the U.S. people. It would also have been Europe, too. Because there were people all over the world who were on LiveJournal. This is why we can't have nice things. I have a dream with and I have an insane journal. I don't post to them too much. I think the only time you post on on um dream with is is um uh evil author day. No, I blog on my own blog sometimes. It's just not much. Um I probably need to go over there and announce my new fic. That might be helpful. I need <laughs> I need to announce my new thing too on Friday, but hey, whatever. Well, if our opinions weren't important, I hope they're not missing our money either. Because so, um, our money wasn't important either. Yeah, I did put out a new... I, I, I put What Lovers Do on my main site in the final draft. There's my rough trade for April. It's nice. It's very nice. Live Journal may have been around um, before. Well, actually, they were around long before Facebook, weren't they? But yeah, there's a lot of people who aren't going to be using their stuff anymore. I don't know. I think the relationship I, you form in um, fandom can um, can be good for you, but I also think they can be bad for you, so you need to be careful. Um, I've seen a lot of toxic situations develop in fandom in the 10 years that I've been hanging out. Um, I'll just kind of look from a distance going, holy shit, would you look at that? Um, and one of the first things I decided to do not the first thing, but one of the things I decided to do to kind of keep my headspace healthy in fandom was I learned to avoid uh, wank forums. I don't go to fandom wank. I don't. I don't care what they're saying about me. Um, I just don't do it. I don't go to fandom wanks. I don't. Um, pay attention to any of that crap. And I think that's really important. I think also it was important to decide to not entertain ugly or negative feedback and just delete it. Because deleting it 
the more you delete it, the easier it will be to dismiss it completely. Delete, 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 delete. Every single chance you get. Because it just, it will it'll make it easier. And then there will come a time when you'll see a fucked up comment that would have made you cry two years ago. And you'd be like, ha ha, fuck you, delete. And you move on, and, and then you don't ever think about it again. There are wanks. There are um, fandom where readers and probably other writers bitch about other readers and writers in in very terrible ways. There were a whole bunch of them on LiveJournal at one time. I don't know how many of them still exist because I don't look at them. Um, I'm sure they're on Reddit, too. I just, you know, I don't look at that app. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it is. Um, but I don't look at those. I don't look at them. I did once. And I was like, holy shit, look at all these assholes. And then I stopped because it really does nothing for me. It is absolutely, there's nothing there. There is nothing of substance or, or value there. Um, and I learned to see negative and mean feedback the same way. It is nothing of value or substance. Delete. Delete, 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 delete. And the more you delete, the less it will bother you until you get to the point where you're like, ha, fuck you, delete. And you move on and you don't yeah. think about it a week a week later or two weeks later when you're writing. You don't think about what some asshole said to you because you've already forgotten it. <laughs> now, I'm not saying that you should always ignore or delete trolls. Because um, there is, there, there are times um, it's not healthy to do so, but that's but that's your choice. You decide when it's healthy to delete and when it's healthier to respond. And no one can make that decision for you. Because sometimes deleting a comment. A week later, I'll be like, man, I wish I'd have responded to that. Sorry, motherfucker. And that's the regret I have. Not that I got the comment, but that I didn't respond. <laughs> that might I be have, why some of mine hang post, around in my trash file for a while. I have post no snark uh, regret. Man, why don't I tell him to kiss my ass when I had the opportunity? For fuck's sake. <laughs> And that's the only you know, kind of regret you should entertain. Yeah. I missed a prime yeah. opportunity to tell somebody to kiss my ass. <laughs> yes, you did. But don't worry, because fandom will give you another one. It gives you multiple chances to, to tell somebody that. All the chances. But if confronting somebody isn't your thing, then deleting is absolutely an option, and you are not required to entertain anybody's negative or ugly opinion. You're not required to respond to any piece of feedback you get. And if anybody ever tells you that you're rude for not responding to feedback, you tell them to kiss my ass. And gifts in my website address. Don't, don't you still have that, that one um, uh, picture page. of the nice old lady double burning? Yeah. I do have I do have the fuck you page. Um, but no, I'm serious. Yes. You don't owe 
uh, th- there isn't some kind of pay system in play here where it's a quid pro quo where if you post a hundred k of fic, then you are required to respond to everybody who, fe- who gives you feedback. No, it's not mm-hmm. equal. No, Karen, your five second comment does not equal my one hundred k of fan fiction. I don't owe you a mm-hmm. thank you for you thanking me. Fuck face. <laughs> I don't mean any particular Karen. That was a generic Karen, not anybody in particular. Yes. Mutant church lady. Now, the mutant challenge is in October, July. Uh, Actually, it's November, but sure, whatever. Oh, November, yeah. We're signing up in October. Mm Mm-hmm. We're doing Sentinels. We're doing Sentinels in July. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am a delicate flower. <laughs> so much bullshit. <laughs> like a Venus flytrap, maybe, but still. Hmm. I'm talking as fuck over here. <clears throat> no, you're not. Y- yes. No, you're not. Azure, lady holders being mean to me. Do you think this shit we're not delicate? You you are robust and and um tough and and and. Anybody who tries to bruise that flower of yours is going to live long enough to regret it. That's some serious shit because okay. my niece calls um, Super Personal Place her flower. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, um, Lady Holder does have a new book coming out. Um, on the 15th, it's called One Wild mm-hmm. Week. If you go to lexibain.wordpress.com, you can see a um, you can see the cover and you can see an excerpt. Yep. And I'm sure she will pass and out links when she gets them. I will be putting up uh, the links as I get them. As a matter of fact, sitting on my my browser right now is all the various spots that it should be getting up to. And as soon as I see it posted, I will be putting um, putting the links up. <laughs> oh, God. We're a twisted bunch. Someone oh, did send me God. a meme once when I said I was delicate, and it said she's delicate like a bomb. I didn't even get mad. Okay. I, I will go with that. One nice thermonuclear weapon at your disposal. <laughs> you know, I can I can live with that. Yeah, you're you're not a delicate flower. That's not what I think of when I think of you. Okay. <laughs> 
delicate like a bottle of nitroglycerin? I'm sure. not opposed to that either. We're down to a yeah. minute and 41 seconds meandering conversation about fandom and stuff. And um, <laughs> or junk. Fandom and junk. And junk. 90 seconds. Um, but um, I was just in the mood to chat. A neutron bomb. Yeah. Hey, that works. When I was younger, uh-huh. I wanted to get a picture. I, I wanted to get a tattoo of Marvin the Martian on my ankle. I didn't, oh, but I really wanted God. one. Yes. Yes. That one. I really did. I will agree. I really, I really did want a Marvin Martian <laughs> tattoo. I still kind of do. I wouldn't. I wouldn't, but I still kind of want one. Um. Well, we can always get you but one I of the think, ones that you know you 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 can draw on. I think if I got one now, it'd be on my butt though. I'm just saying. Anyway, <laughs> we're down to 47 seconds. Say good night, lady holder. Good night. <laughs>